Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 53 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. Today, guys, I am so excited to welcome such a very special guest of mine. Chandra Harper is joining us, and Chandra joined my membership back in 2016. She was a founding member and since then has made some amazing progress progress with her finances. Things like saving and paying off, check this out, guys, over $75,000 in total. And she accomplished something even bigger than that, which I can't wait to share. And actually, I'm going to have Chandra share that because it's her win. And you guys, you guys got to stay tuned and listen to this. It's awesome. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 everybody. How's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson Debt-Free Dad, and we would love to connect with you on one of those social platforms. So, as you guys know, uh, to our listeners, if you guys have been listening to our show for some time, you guys always hear me say when we have our guests on that these are my favorite episodes of this podcast because, you know, for Ryan and Amber and myself to get on here week in and week out and share our journey, that's one thing, right? Yes, it's worked for us. But when we bring on other people who are following a lot of the same types of things and advice and ideas uh, that we're sharing on this show and, and showing you that this stuff is possible, that's really, really exciting. So if you're listening to this and and you're like, man, I've got to get my finances under control. I really got to start taking action. Like Chandra's story today is going to be another reason. Like you need to get moving right now. You need to get moving right now because this stuff is going to help you improve your life. So Chandra has been a sexual health and wellness advocate for over 17 years, and she is remarried to the love of her life. Chandra is a mom to six. God bless you, Chandra. I'm a, I'm a dad to two, and sometimes I'm pulling my hair out. So seriously, God bless you. And she says that many do call her mom, though, as well. She has lived in many states, but she is now settled back in her family home in southeast Iowa, where she helps out with her mom, who has Alzheimer's. And she is helping to raise her eight-year-old niece. She is an empath and a lover of coffee. Chandra enjoys reading bonfires and owls, and she says her mission in life is to love deeply, inspire, and empower. How exciting is that? Chandra, welcome to the show. So glad to have you on. Hi, how are you? I am doing great, and I can't wait. Man, these guys, our our guests, our our, our, uh, listeners are in such a treat today. Like, this is, this is, like, we were talking before this, and like, I'm just so excited to share everything you were just talking about. It's so, so good. So before we get into kind of where you're at today, can you share a little bit about, you know, maybe how you started to learn about money growing up and and how that played a role in how you handled your finances as you became, you know, a young adult and kind of what brought you to almost joining Roots and and why you decided to make that decision? Yeah, my childhood when it comes to money was completely different than the way my kids experience money nowadays. Uh, we grew up on the East Coast. Everything was pretty fast, fast paced out there, um, not far from Boston. And uh, I mean, we ate out every night of the week. Like my parents would get home for, at 630, pick me up and we'd go out to a restaurant. And I'm not talking like McDonald's, you know, we're okay. talking nice sit down restaurants where they automatically bring you wine and flowers, right? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, um, 
I, if we wanted it, we got it. I was kind of a spoiled child. I was an only child. Um, at one point in time, I remember my parents, neither one of them had jobs. They had, for whatever reasons, layoffs, whatever. And our lifestyle did not change. And uh, it turned out that it was because we had lots of credit cards and they were all maxed, you know? And so that's, that's kind of how, uh, I mean, that's how I grew up. Yeah. So, you know, if you wanted it, you bought it. Yeah. So man, that, I mean, to grow up that way, how, was it a rude awakening to you when you became an adult and found out how this, how this money stuff works? Cause I mean, I'm guessing they didn't share quite how they were making all that stuff happen. And now you become an adult and now you can see how it was happening. Like, how did that go? Um, actually, I mean, I was a, a single mom for a while, like right out of high school, shortly out of high school, I uh, was a single mom and I was on welfare for a short period of time. Okay. And I struggled. Right. And I didn't get it. Like, how does this stuff work? And then I figured it out. Well, you get credit cards. And it's amazing how quickly they'll just hand you credit cards. You walk into a store, they hand you a credit card. And then a letter comes in the mail and, oh my goodness, you have another 2000 another 10000 another whatever, right? So I piled on the debt pretty quickly. Um, so, so you yeah, essentially mimicked, you almost mimicked kind of how you were raised. Like you you just kind of took their habits and and just continued them on into your own life, which is what we kind of talk about a lot in this show is that a lot of how we handle our money comes from how we were raised. And this is another perfect example of that. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I did differently was the fact that I didn't go out to eat every night of the week, mainly partly because we lived in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. And it's not like we have restaurants around here. We have a few, don't get me wrong. And they're wonderful, but <laughs> you know, right. Not, not it's, time, it's not exactly know? the East coast. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, so yeah, but that's that. Yeah, it was not. Um, I at that then at one point in time, my husband and I got divorced. I filed bankruptcy, and by the way, they send you credit card things right after that. Yep, they sure do. And I hadn't learned my lesson because see, I was only I. It was because of my divorce that I had to file bankruptcy. You know, not because I could was. Yeah, I couldn't afford my bill. You know, I mean, I afford my bills, but not the extra, right? Had nothing to do with that. I'd learned my lesson. So the credit cards came back. <laughs> yeah. And so the second time, so after the bankruptcy, now the credit cards are coming back. Did you get yourself right back in kind of a similar situation using those with the whole idea of, oh, you have to rebuild your credit and reestablish your financial life, right? Because I know the story that they tell, right? I'm very familiar with the with the lines that they give. <laughs> so I'm guessing you, you started doing that because you're like, hey, this is, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do, right? So how did, how did that work out the second round? Well, I didn't have to file bankruptcy because I was making enough money to cover the minimum payments on everything and pay my bills. And I mean, so we never were what I considered poor anymore. Sure. Right. I right. Mean, um, but it was definitely not the life I wanted to live. It was not like I knew there had to be a different way of life out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not somebody that likes to be told, oh, this is just the way it is. And you've got to deal with that. So 
Yeah. And then I, I, I'm going to be honest, I've put a lot of thought into this in the last couple of days. I'm not even sure. I mean, I know that it had that. I don't even, I just took the leap when I found out about roots. I was like, yeah. And that's well, what I was sounds better. Right. And that's what I was going to ask you. So back in like August of 2016, you know, you, you go to this conference for a direct sales company and I'm there speaking and, and bam. So like what, what was said during that talk? Do you remember? And I know you said you've been thinking about it, but something just clicked like, man, I, I need to do this. Right. I need to, I like, I need to like work on some of this stuff. Yeah. And I had attempted in the past. Um, I, couldn't tell you. Is it Ramsey? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. There's yes. Dave, Dave Ramsey's out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I had tried that before Okay. something, you know, along the lines and it, it didn't work for me. I think my biggest takeaway and what you offered that I, that connected the most with me was kind of the community feeling, right? When I had tried different programs or whatever in the past, there had been, um, I was on my own still. Yeah. You know, and I had a good feeling. I, I and I suppose that's probably not the best reason or <laughs> what people want to hear, but it felt right. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, what did I have to lose? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and you're absolutely right. I think the, the, and a lot of people ask that question. And if you're listening to this, some people might say, well, what's the difference between roots and like all these, you know, some of these other financial programs out there. And I think for us, it's, it really kind of comes down to most people know they should budget. Most people know they should save more money. Most people know that they should pay down debt, but why are most people doing it? And that's because they lack the support and accountability and the community to get them in a, in a winning environment. And that's, that's really the big difference we feel that roots is for most people. And that's what a lot of our roots members say too. And uh, you're not alone in that saying that the community was very important. So, so anyways, you ultimately decided to join roots in, in August in 2016, you, you started, started going through the content. Like what were some of the things that you think you learned earlier on that you feel were starting to make a bigger difference for you in your journey? Cause it's not easy when you get started, you're dealing with a lot of old habits and old ways of handling money. Like that stuff takes time to change. So what do you feel were some of the things that helped you the most? Um, I was one of the founding members and we kind of joked about this actually. Um, and now it's stuck because I've heard other people say it, but uh, what would Brad do? Right? <laughs> and, I, and that was so big. So whenever I go to buy something, right. Or I see something in the store, there's a couple of things that immediately kick in. First of all, you're not allowed, you know, you don't buy it. Right. You, because that's an impulse buy. So you have to wait at least 24 hours, 48 is yep. better. And if you still can, you know, fit it, because I mean, that's even if I have the cash for it, right? So waiting the 24 hours, just changing the mindset completely. And again, what would Brad do? Yeah. So you I know? think, you know, having, yeah, right. And you're right. And it's not just that whole, what would Brad do? I think has turned into an idea of, of, I think, what would Roots members do? People that are going yes. through this, you know, we're learning new buying behaviors. We're learning new buying habits. And, and it's almost like, man, I, there's other people. I'm, I'm like accountable to this group now. Like I've got to do this the right way. Like there's no, I can't fall off the wagon. Like, and it's, it's just, you feel and take a lot more ownership, I think in your finances when you're involved in a group like this and you know, you have set out goals to improve your finances. And when you get yourself in those situations where you used to get in trouble, I think a lot of people tend to make a lot better decisions because of that accountability and support. 
Um, that that's amazing. Yeah. So since yeah. joining, cause it's, I, I know we, we, and we were just talking, we did a coaching call back in 2018 and, and you know, and you're going to share kind of your big win here. And that was a conversation during that coaching call. I remember it. And that was a goal of yours to achieve this, but, but since joining now, and you've been a member now for over four and a half years or pretty close to four and a half years now, how much money have you saved and paid off since joining? Um, we've paid off counting like we paid cash for my daughter's for $5,000 of my daughter's tuition. We've paid off over $66,000 in, in debt. Now that, um, like total, and I have $4,500 right now in my savings account. So that's my emergency fund right now. Yeah. So. So if you if you combine all of those things, that's over seventy five thousand dollars in four and a half years. Like, would you if you would have gone back four and a half years ago, you're sitting in that auditorium listening to me speak. If if I would have come up to you and said, Chandra, in four and a half years, you're going to be completely debt free. Would you believe me? No, I would have laughed at you. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, let's be real. I mean, it's it. I mean, it would have been nice. I would have been like, yeah, I, I mean, that sounds great. But yeah. So share a little bit because obviously, you know, in Roots and we, and if you've been following our show, we have the celebrations after every show. If you follow us on our social media channels, we're all about celebrating people's wins, paying off credit cards, paying off cars, paying off student loans, but you paid off kind of the ultimate payoff. Can you share with everybody what you've been able to pay off? Yeah. So um, prior to this year, we uh, became completely debt free. But at the beginning of this year, so in the beginning of, well, so in the beginning of 2020, uh, we had still $39,000 left to pay on our house. And that was my big goal. I wanted it to be completely paid off by the end of 2020. So going into 2020, by the way, you make some really big, well, I'm assuming that I'm not the only one that expected 2020 to go a little bit differently than it did. (laughs) Right. But yeah, so we did it. I and I and it was push. It was push, and it was a lot of hard work. I'm not gonna lie. You know, we made some sacrifices, and we, but we did it. You did, and I have never felt more free and happier in my entire life. Oh my goodness, you paid off your house, and not only that, but you you did it in arguably probably one of the worst years that we've had in decades in this country. $39,000 you paid off in 2020 and you paid off your house. I mean, that's incredible when you, and I was cheering you on because you were giving us little updates and roots and I'm, I'm friends with you on Facebook and I'd see your updates. Like I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. And I was just like, I can't wait. It's coming. She's going to sell She's going to do it. And that day came and I was just so happy for you because again, two years ago, two and a half years ago, we had that call. And I remember you saying, I want to get this house paid off. And, and like you said, this is kind of a family house. Like this is something that's kind of important to your family too, right? Yes. Yeah. It is my family home. And it, we have a, I don't know what it's called. If it's, is it a mixed, I don't know, multi-generational maybe. Okay. So obviously it's, it's my husband and I, and then my children and then my parents still live here. Um, the, well, my mom has Alzheimer's and so my my dad needs some extra help with her and that kind of stuff. So we have lots of people in the house at all times. Yeah. Not necessarily lots of incomes in the house at all times, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, it was important because if we don't get the house paid off, if they take our house, that's 
three generations gone. Like, what do you do with that? Yeah. Right. Like, where do you go? Yeah. And that was one of my biggest fears. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't like the, I mean, the, the fear that somebody can take something away from me, like, especially something as important as my house. Yeah. And can you, you know, can you talk a little bit about that? Cause you know, we, we, we share a lot. Like it's, it's not just about money. It's not just about dollars and cents and percentages and, and all that stuff and, and bank accounts, right? It's, it affects everything. And, and you talk about being able to take care of your mom and, and you talk about how your family is all in, in and out of this house. And can you share how going through this, taking care of your finances, how that's affected that area of your life? Honestly, at this point in time, so um, I also have, you know, my my kids are home, virtual learning. Yeah. And that has given me, once we were able to, once we paid off the house, that gives me the the ease of mind that I, I don't have to worry about that. And if I have to take off some extra time or for doctor's appointments or to spend time with my mom, right? I, I mean, she's my mom. And if she wants to sit down and watch a movie or whatever, then I have the ability to do that. And, and maybe it's crazy, but when it, when, when you've got that debt looming over your head and you're having to try to pay those bills, then I couldn't spend that time that I want to with my family. So so good. And that's what it's all about. That is what we do. And that is why we are here to help because it's, it's not just about money and building wealth and bank accounts. It's about being able to have the freedom of choice, being able to have the freedom to spend the time where you want and being able to have and live the life that you want to live. And, and now having control of your finances, it gives you every opportunity to do that. I am just so happy for you. Like this is like you've just made my you've made my year. Seriously, this story is just so so good. So I know I know the listeners out there are probably thinking, okay, if Chandra can do this, maybe I can do this too. Can so can you share? You mentioned you did make some sacrifices. You did put in a lot of hard work. Can so can you share maybe a couple of things that you guys did that you felt helped push the needle a little bit further and and helping you even just this year paying off thirty nine grand in one year. I mean, that's huge. Can you share maybe just some insight on on things that you did sacrifice, areas that you did cut out, things that you were willing to give up to to make that progress? Uh, well, we don't buy anything that we don't need, right? Okay, so obviously we spent some money on Christmas, that kind of stuff, right? I mean, I'm not saying that there's no more birthday or Christmas presents. I'm not saying that at all because we did still spend money on that kind of thing. Love that. Uh, but we don't go out, but it was all in cash. I need to say that. Love it even more. (laughs) So, um, but we, we don't really go out to eat. And, and if we do, it's a planned thing, right? Um, I do budget when it comes to, obviously I budget everything, right? Cause that's something you're taught all the way down to the zero, which is something that I had never been taught before, you know, before it was, well, you budget for these things. Well, now you got this extra money, right? (laughs) That means you can just blow it. Right. No, no. So, um, so that, that definitely helped. Um, I, I didn't sacrifice everything. And I guess that to me, it was, is one of those important things. Like if I want to take my kids out to eat, or if I want to order pizza or whatever, I just make sure that it's budgeted in 
so that we have that money to do that when I'm creating my budget at the beginning, you know, well, not the beginning of the month, prior to the beginning of the month, but um, but we we stopped buying things we didn't need. We stopped, we did cut back on um like, well, we didn't have cable, but some of those TV. Yeah, like subscription services and yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, and I smart shop. So I literally plan my dinner for the whole month. And so I have a menu that I've created and I make sure that I'm only buying the things that I have to have. So I actually look through my cupboards and see what I still need. And I figure out, and I, I have gone to shopping and I did it a lot before, but now I almost a hundred percent do it. That's something the pandemic has, in my opinion, made a huge, it was great. Not the pandemic necessarily, but this part of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't go into stores anymore. Yep. For savings. Yeah. Right. Easily. Yep. Exactly. I mean, now we do have a small town grocery store. I do go in there, but um, I always have a list. I stick to what's on my list. I do not bring my children shopping with me if I can help it at all. Right. Um, but I, I order online ahead of time and I go and I pick it up and it doesn't even cost me anything other than the gas to get there. And I guarantee there's no impulse buying when you're shopping off a list online and going and picking it up because boy, that's where it got me. I'd be going through the stores and I'm like, oh, I need that. No, you don't need that, right? Gosh, guys, there's so many golden nuggets in, in what Chandra just I mean, there's so many easily six to eight different things that she mentioned that anyone can really do. And I love the fact, Chandra, that you said we didn't sacrifice everything. And that's one of the biggest misconceptions that people have with this. It's like, oh, I've got to live like a hermit and we can't have any fun or do anything or I'm going to have this boring life. And it's like, no, in fact, it's quite the opposite. As you get better at it, the more fun you can actually have because you've got more money. It's it's incredible, man. That was just so good. So can you share a little bit with, you know, your family dynamic? Like you started this and, and you've got six kids and like what did or even, your, you know, your husband or your family, like what did they think about this? Like as you went on this journey of we're getting out of debt, like what was the feeling early on versus kind of where you're at today? Um, so I didn't really share with my friends a lot what I was doing, um, but they didn't know my financial situation to begin with. And most don't. Right. right most don't. No. And I didn't sacrifice going, spending time with my friends either. And I need to to put that out there because I just was like, hey, how about we have a card night? Right. Yeah. So instead of going out, we would all get together. And to be honest, I enjoy those nights anyway more because you actually I mean, but that's that's just me. So um, so uh, my biggest naysayer out of everybody was actually my husband. They typically are. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Uh, you yep. know, things like, oh, that's impossible. You know, debt is just a way of life, Chandra. Or I don't know, debt free is a pipe dream. I don't know why that has stuck with me, but it has. I don't even really know what a pipe dream is. But supposedly being debt free is that. So that's where we started at. And so he really wasn't on board. He was on board with the oh, well, this is how much money we have. Because he's one of those cash people anyway. Like sure. he gets this much cash out of the bank every week. So he doesn't really use the debit card, that kind of thing. So that was good. <laughs> but uh, 
I just kind of took over. And I know that's not prime, prime. I would love for everybody to have their spouse 100% on board and to be able to work together. That is prime. But I guess I'm here to say it's possible even if you don't have your spouse 100% on board. Totally agree. As the time went on, because my dad was kind of the same, right? He lived debt his whole life. I do want, I do need to add, by the way, my father is now debt free too. He Incredible. has paid off his credit cards and so is awesome. not charging on them, which I know that it, to me, that is so huge, right? Because I don't want them to be burdened with that, right. you know? Yep. Um, but my husband now will tell everybody, ah, we don't have any debt, you know? I mean, now he's proud of it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And uh, he was, by the time, once we were debt-free, except for the house, right? He was like, I I was getting like weekly questions and he doesn't ask a lot about the bills. You know, he just kind of lets me deal with that. But, you know, he he brings home a paycheck and then, you know, but as soon as he got a promotion in 2020 and therefore a raise, which that did help a lot. Amazing. Yeah, (laughs) Um, absolutely. and, And he was like, so, I mean, how quickly do you think we could get that house paid off? You know? And, and so he did then this year, he worked with me and it was like weekly. He was like, so how much do we have left? How much do we have left? You know, type of thing. So it was, it felt really, really good to finally have him on board. Um, and now we're, we're in the process of saving. I mean, we've got all kinds of stuff that we're saving. Like my son has to have $4,000 worth of dental work done in um, March or April, somewhere in there. And so we're saving towards that because as I said, I have $4,500 in my savings account, but I need to keep money in my savings. I have to keep my emergency fund yep. for that. What if, right? Yep, absolutely. So that's like, we're, we're saving for that. And then um, wanting to remodel the house because we didn't do any remodels. Now we're in the process of paying because, well, you know, it's going to take me probably, oh, I don't have a clue. 20,000 ish, I think is what they say for a kitchen. I haven't, you know, and, uh, well, I'm not, I'm not having it done until I can pay for it in cash. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. That's so incredible. <laughs> I'm glad he came around and, and they usually do. So yeah. for those of you who are out there and you're listening to this and your spouse is reluctant, not on the same page, this is where we see where they come around when they start seeing that this actually can work like this and our lives are getting better. Like let's, and like you said this year, he got on board, like, Hey, let's do this. And, uh, it's proof positive that, yep, yeah, it, Slowly but surely, you just have to have patience. You just have to have patience with them. And not all of them, but most of them do eventually come around. So, Chandra, this has been just so good today. Last question for you. If, if let's say I'm on the fence, all right, I'm on the fence with either joining Roots or I'm on the fence with doing the things that we talk about on this podcast. I'm just on the fence. I'm leery. Like, what would you say to someone who's feeling that way based off of your experience over the last four and a half years? Again, like, what what do you have to lose? And it, And that's, if I I was the girl that was afraid to open the mail, I had piles and piles and piles of unopened mail because I was afraid of the mail, you know? Um, And if you have children, my kids, I am changing. I, I was, as a young adult was mimicking my parents' behavior with money. And I, I don't want my children to live to grow up like this, you know, the way I did, I do want them to grow up debt free. <laughs> um, right. 
And, and they already are, you know, like my son wants an Xbox and he's trying to figure out ways, like, what does he have that he could have mom list on Facebook to try to sell? What kind of things, how could he raise money? He wants to raise money to buy his own Xbox. He's no longer asking me to like spot him the money, right? Because that does not happen in my world anymore, by the way. It's incredible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, it's, it's one of those things where if, if, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I don't know about anybody out there, but I'm getting older and retirement's going to come. And if you haven't gotten that, some of that debt knocked down or debt free, then you're working till you die. (laughs) And I don't want to be that person. Like that's, that's me. You know, I mean, I, I hit, I mean, I was, I don't know, I'm 48. I think now retirement is not that far. I mean, it is, but it's not. And if you, if you have any hopes or dreams of, of vacations you want to take or any of that kind of stuff, now is the time to start getting everything in line so that you can do the stuff you want to do when you're older without having fear. Chandra, I couldn't have said it any better myself. And seriously, to hear everything that you've done, your family, your relationship with your husband, your kids, like you are, by making this decision and going on this journey, you are changing your family. That's amazing. That's, I mean, like we talk about life-changing ideas and journeys and decisions like you just went through this over the last four and a half years it's going to change your entire future and all of your kids futures as well it's incredible so i just want to give you a huge congratulations i know you've worked really hard i've seen your wins over the last four and a half years and truly it's been a pleasure for me to be on the journey and just cheer you on man it's it's awesome i'm so excited for you congratulations thank you so much hey hey what's inside i thought this was a party So that sound means it's time for the celebrations of the show. And huge shout out to Chandra Harper. Again, saved and paid off over $75,000 and has a paid for home. And that in and of itself is a huge, huge celebration. 100% completely debt free. So we want to thank her for coming on and sharing those amazing uh, words of encouragement that she had for all of you. And uh, seriously, there's a lot of great advice that she gave that you can just pick and choose some of those things that she shared and uh, start using them in your own life, and, and you'll be amazed at how much stuff starts to improve uh, over time. And keep in mind, it took her four and a half years to do that. It's not going to happen overnight. Just commit to it and uh, put in the work. So the first celebration we're going to kick it off with here today is Marina Mercer. She says, we got this massive unexpected bill, and it was so amazing having an emergency fund in place that I didn't even have to worry about the bill. She says, working on building uh, a large one now, now that the $1,000 is built, And she said that it came in handy this week, which is amazing. We talk about how amazing it is to have those emergency funds. They are going to ensure that you stay out of debt. That's awesome. Heather Chadwick, I didn't have to search for change to buy my son a $5 gift for the class gift exchange. It might seem meaningless to some, but at this time last year, that's exactly what I had to do. Yeah. Isn't that such a great win? I love that win. And she's been working hard. She joined in October and uh, she's been working hard over the last few months, just changing everything. She's just made amazing progress. That's so great. Jessica Novak, she starts off by saying small one, and I'm going to say this is a huge one, uh, but 
by tracking when my bills are due and I managed to remember all of them and pay, pay them on time or early for this month. Yay for no late fees. That's yep. a huge yeah. win and behavior change. Yeah, that's huge. Do you guys know the banks make billions of dollars a year on overdraft fees just on people oh, not yeah. paying attention? So that's, that's a huge win. That's money back in your pocket just by paying attention. That's great. Uh, Daria Childs eliminated two debts, put $100 into savings, and bills are paid for the rest of the month. Huge congratulations to you. Melissa Decker, we paid off our car. No awesome. more car payments for us. Let the snowball begin. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. I love the car payoff ones. Like, I don't know. For me, like when I paid off my car, like that was a really amazing feeling. I think it was more amazing that I lost a $500 car payment, which which made my monthly bills just so much less stressed. Uh, but that's a great win. Great job. Christy White paid off another credit card of $900. Amazing. Huge congratulations to her. And she just recently celebrated that she paid off her car. Probably have that celebration coming up on an upcoming podcast. So huge congratulations to all of you who are working so hard. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback, and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review in the podcast platform that you listen on. We read every single one of those. And as you know, the Debt-Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you, and we will see you guys on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com. 